The Unsigned Podcast. How long have you two known each other? <laughs> wow, it's an interesting story, isn't it? It is an interesting story. Is it about four or five years now? I yeah, think. I reckon. So yeah, because Jamie and I met doing extras work or supporting artist work. Really? I didn't know when. Oh, Jamie's here, by the way. Hi. Jamie Cook's here. Jamie Cook. <laughs> <laughs> you met doing extra work? We did. Yeah. Oh, and Lizzie's back. Oh, I'm, I'm back as well. <laughs> Hi. Just if you didn't see me here. <laughs> so, you, yeah, so extras doing what? What was the shoot? I can't remember the name of the shoot now. Um, was I can't it, either. Was it we the one in the gay? Was it in a gay bar? Yeah, I think. I'm sure, so. it was in a gay bar. Yeah, we were in Gay. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a really fun but shoot. Or something. I can't remember. But there was, it was funny. There was about like six of us, and we got on really, really well. Mm. And then we ended up going to the pub afterwards for a drink. Nice. Did we wrap early? I can't I remember. So, yeah. so we just like took ourselves off to the pub and I think we even made a WhatsApp group at the time. But <laughs> That was eager. First day, I know. First day meeting and everyone's yeah, in no, a WhatsApp group. Yeah, but the thing group. is with extras work and I won't prattle on about it, but everyone's really nice. Yeah. And it's just sure. really like mm-hmm. cool vibe usually and it's easygoing and you meet fun people and yeah. I've met loads of musicians doing it. And then, yeah. Obviously, case in well, point. Yeah, yeah exactly. well we kept it, we weren't even doing music at the time, were no, you? No, actually wasn't. Yeah, and so then we met again. We did another shoot, do you mm-hmm, remember? Mm-hmm. And that was also in a club, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was probably, what, about three years ago? Yeah, it must have been. I didn't realise the history that you two actually had. <laughs> I thought I'd leave <laughs> it as a surprise. Back. Yeah, yeah I thought back. I'd leave it as a Put surprise. But I remember at that funny. one, you said that you wanted to do music. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of on the cusp of either maybe going into the recording studio. And I was like, yeah, do it, do yeah, it. for sure. It's mad. It's crazy to think that that's like... Five, like five years ago, it's all happened since then. It's pretty yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it's nuts as well, just because I remember that conversation, like, yeah, you should just do it. You've got a good voice. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you were. Yeah, I know. And now we're here. I know. I don't even think you were doing radio presenting. No, I don't think no, I was. I think you were just talking about it being like a hobby. And I remember you saying you wanted to do presenting at some point, but... You hadn't even done it. So, so now, weird. Look at us now. Look at us now. <laughs> it's funny how things work like that, though. Obviously, I feel a bit left out because I wasn't there five years ago. I know. Um, but I'm here now. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, ama- <laughs> it's amazing that you two got that history. You both kept that quite. I texted you earlier as well saying, oh, Lizzie's going to be joining us. And you were like, oh, okay, no, I yeah. I messaged her. I was like, I'm going to be here. <laughs> I, was like, I knew as well. It was like that sort of three-part conversation. And I think I just said to you, oh, yeah, I know, Jamie. Yeah, I just assumed because <laughs> so basically, right, with me presenting my show for the past couple of years and you doing yours for a few years, we've sort of got similar circles of people we've dealt with if, that, if that's yourself if that's like ocean floors or whoever right eliza may as well we had in common so you get all of these similar circles so i just assumed it was something like that i just assumed it was a, a something that you guys had i don't know you'd submitted music to Hayes and then you'd played it on your show and you'd done an <laughs> intro for you i didn't realize <laughs> well that did happen as well yeah i think mm-hmm. you've had you've had three of your four tracks played out on my show yeah. on Hayes. And actually your last one's really good. The only reason why I haven't yet is because I just haven't got a show that it, it's fitted in yet. Yeah, for sure. But, sure. but I love it. that one as well. <laughs> Thank you. No, 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 honestly, yeah, no, I'm, sure. you know, honestly. I, I believe you, You've been, she's been the best supporter, like <laughs> best supporter. Like every time I'm like, I'm gonna send it to Lizzie and you've obviously been so great. Like it's good to have those contacts yeah. in the industry. Like making them and networking like so stuff like this i get why it's so cool because you're just like constantly meeting people and like 
yeah you've been great to support so. but you've got great music so oh, you know okay. i mean ultimately at the end of the day if you sh- if you'd sent me something and it was like you know like meh i probably i i wouldn't have necessarily played it <laughs> just because i knew you like i know that sounds really no i know whatever but if you sent me something you know with two dish pans banging together and you rapping over the top of it i mean maybe that's <laughs> oh thing. you had that track too <laughs> <laughs> but then maybe i wouldn't have played it maybe we wouldn't have kept in touch but you're an amazing singer oh, so thanks. you know credit to you it's credit to you as well to actually like you know support artists what it's all about isn't it supporting the artists that are coming up and stuff so the fact that you two have got a relationship out of it as well is fantastic it's good so welcome to the podcast welcome. thank you welcome to the unsigned podcast five minutes we've been chatting for that as well <laughs> or we just go on tangents on this show we do Massive we do that's <laughs> way to do it exactly so what we do on this podcast if people are brand new to it and you're here for jamie um, we uh, basically have a bit of a get to know you in the first section. In the second section, we do a dream gig. We've got some quick, quick fire questions that never are quick fire. Got some quick fire questions for you as well. And we've gone back to gig tour, put in the bin. Oh, put in the bin. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to think of a new game soon. I'm actually going to come in. I'm going to be prepared one week. <laughs> one week. Uh, one week I am actually going to be prepared and I'm going to think of a new game. Yeah. I'm going to throw it at you. You can throw it ever at me. I and don't I've mind. said I have to do it. Yeah. But it will happen. Yeah, it's on the record now. <laughs> it's on the record. So you released uh, your latest single in June. Yeah. And you said it was going to be a part of an EP as well. Is that yeah. in the works? Yeah. So it's everything takes time. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's um, it was the first of the new ep that i'm doing right um the second single is coming out in yeah very soon i'm gonna release it very soon right okay um, do we have a date uh, he doesn't want to say you can tell <laughs> he would have said i'm gonna, gonna push be, him I'm it was gonna, gonna be september but right um i think it's gonna be october like definitely yeah i'm yeah. not anything too close to christmas like it's just like We've got summer vibes music anyway, exactly. so it probably yes. does best to sort of yeah, sink in. The exactly, summer. and I would say this one is probably the most unsummer one. Like it could be an autumn vibe. <laughs> well, yeah. it certainly turned to autumn recently, isn't yeah. it? So it's a very good time. Yeah. yeah, but I can call. I can tell you the name of it. Yeah, yeah please do. Yeah, it's called No Return. <laughs> okay, can you tell yeah. us what it's about? Um, I can actually, because it's probably the first single that it's like most like i've i've written all my songs but it's the first song that's like this the songwriting took a long time and it took a long time to get out what i wanted to say um so i would say it's very important to me in that sense like it has a lot of a story to it and what i've been through and um it's kind of like a a song about like loving myself and accepting who i am so yeah, and that's taken time. So I think, yeah, it's called No Return. And that's what it's about. That's great. That sounds like it's positive. <laughs> like no return to your old self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so excited to hear it. Have you have you actually finished it? Is it a finished it's piece? fully finished. Yeah, okay. fully mastered. Yeah. Nice. Just doing all the artwork and everything now. So okay. I'm a very visual person. Like every song that comes out, I like to... Obviously, you've got to have artwork. But I like to have like a good plan of action of how I'm going to release it and images, artwork, videos, everything to go with it because, yeah. Have you got a vision for the music video yet? We do, yeah. You do? Have yeah, you started do. shooting it? We've or? got a mood board ready. Mood okay. Mood board ready, shooting hopefully this month. So, okay. Yeah. 
That's so exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just letting you go. You crack on. <laughs> you get as much out as you can. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it's going to be sort of cool. like a massive self-empowerment track as well. And it'll be, it sounds quite inspirational to people that might have had a similar journey to you and not been able to find themselves until mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So it's okay. So it's, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it. So we get exclusive play, hopefully. (laughs) Do you feel others will also get something from the track? I mean, obviously, as a musician, you record something and you hope that the messages that you're pushing through the music, someone else can relate to. Do you think this is one that will? Do you think it will strike a few chords? I would say, like, a lot of my other music's been very, like, summer, dancey, vibey. Like, there's obviously been meanings to them. I have a weird thing of writing, like, a sad song, but putting it to, like, an upbeat track like juxtaposition <laughs> um, yeah, yeah because i'm not very good at being like sad and i've never loved like obviously i have i've never loved like slow ballad music like yeah. i've always been i've always listened to like r&b dance mm-hmm. pop soul like bits of jazz but like never there's there's certain songs that have hit me and i've been like wow i really want to write a song like that that really like tells a story and takes people down like a journey and stuff and also to get to know I like getting to know an artist once they've kind of written a song that's really like meaningful like you can tell that they've been through something or Mm. you might know that they've been through something and then the song makes sense you know Mm -hmm. so I think I'm excited to release something that is very like me do you know what I mean like people haven't really got to know who I am yet I think they've just got to know like the sound my voice but not me. So I think it's going to be exciting to like show your own show myself. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is it scary at all to show a sort of more vulnerable side of you? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> 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 Even this now, like having open conversations, I've never done. People don't see me. People don't see me talking. I'm not very vocal on like social media when you talk to the camera, things like that. Like mm. I've never, I've never taken social media that seriously. So. It's the side that I want to start doing just because I, th- I feel it's important as an artist to showcase yourself to the world and not just be a mystery. Like, um, but I think it's doing and making the music is one thing and then having like a personality or just being able to showcase it is a whole nother thing. Yeah. So it's like the two together, I'm a bit like... Not I'm sure learning. how to mash it. Yeah, yeah, I'm learning how to kind of do it. But I think I probably find it easier to be more vulnerable in my music, you know, so... It's just talking about it. <laughs> like No, it's true. And it's not for everyone. We've had people come on the podcast and say, you know, there's this big pressure now to go on social media and be very vocal and do all these TikToks and mm-hmm. this funny stuff and whatever. And I think for some people it comes really naturally and easily. Yeah. And I can think of examples back in the pod, people like Heidi, Charlie Baker. Yeah, and it yeah. just sort of like it just seems to come very naturally to Mm. them. And I mean, great for them because they just have all this content. But for other people, I I, I think it's probably a bit harder. And it seems a shame in a way, doesn't it? That, Mm. you know, it's almost like this sort of societal push towards putting yourself out on social media, whether it's TikTok or whatever. Have you ever felt sort of Oh my gosh, yeah. It's been so nice to see loads of artists recently as well. Like Halsey, I think I saw she shared something and was like, my artists aren't letting me release my song because... Um, she needed to get a certain amount of pre-saves on it because really she had to do so many TikToks or something, and I just think like press like that pressure to do TikToks every day mm. is is amounting so much stress on people. Like it's 
I've spoken to so many artists that are struggling because it's keeping up with this fast paced, yeah, social media driven um, music industry, which I think is like it's crazy. Surely like, the music's got to come first, isn't it? I mean, I'm not being funny. How many social media? I know that TikTok is massive and Instagram is massive, but your music is going to be the thing that people remember you for. Yeah, and that's and that's where your real personality is going to come from. So it's all, I mean, yeah, TikTok videos for me, I'm crap at them. I, I try and do a few bits here and there, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not very good at them. But, um, but yeah, I think like your, those social media networks, there'll always be some element of it because it's 2022, but mm -hmm. your music is the thing that will outlast it all. So that's the thing that should really have your focus. Yeah, exactly. It's such a like, I'm so split down the middle because <laughs> actually my last song that I actually did share on TikTok has done the me the best it's ever it's the one that's got a hundred thousand yeah so yeah. it's like sharing things on tiktok I, i'm like it's so important to use it but use it in your own way like i think yeah. there's so much more space for it to be used differently um you don't have to be sharing everything about yourself and doing certain things but or following trends i think but it's hard because it's obviously done the best for me but yeah, yeah I don't want to be using it all the time. But it's doing it in your way, it? though, isn't it? Like you say, yeah. it's about doing it in your way because it's okay. There are loads of people out there, loads of artists that I'm that I'm like familiar with, who are literally just like, we just want to try and make our song go viral. And it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, but that those that it was when we had well, we had Fraser in last week, Fraser Morgan, and he was saying that a lot of the labels and and people at the moment they'll find those people that have made it on TikTok and become a viral success, mm -hmm. and they'll be like your quick wins from their perspective, mm -hmm. and then that's it they're like they're gone so it's almost a case of like the people that are sort of slowly building and might be might take a little bit longer to sort of make it but they're the ones that they're looking for really they're not mm. looking for they obviously the quick wins is going to make them a quick quick bit of money but from what fraser was saying it was a case that they are obviously looking for people with a bit more behind them as well a bit more mm -hmm. substance mm -hmm. rather than just trying to go viral because mm -hmm. I've never gone viral. <laughs> I'm a slow until burner. You do, until you do. Until I that do. That one day when you until go viral, you you'll get that buzz and you'll be like, oh, I love TikTok. Yeah, it gets a bit addictive. Like you look back like 10 minutes later and you're like, has it gone viral yet? Yeah, that's it. You just quick keep checking your phone. So how did your last one go viral? Yeah, um, well, multiple, two of them have kind of been viewed a lot. One of them, to be honest, I just like did a lot of like transitions, but I think I... I just was myself like I just did a video like it was so simple like I just made myself sing along to it like it was so boring like I don't know how it even did well like it was so boring but it, um I would say I just saw people actually being real and I was like well I'm not going to do anything I think there's certain people do like dances or think of something that might be I don't know interesting to like transitions are really interesting, I think. But um, for me, I literally just played the song. Like I played it and I was like, what do you guys think? I was like, if, and also you've got to try and find like an, I've learned that TikTok is algorithmic. So you've got to find your fan base through the algorithm. So like, if you post like, do you like pop, soul, jazz music? If you just write that in the, the TikTok, then people are gonna, people who like that music are gonna find it. Right. So I kind of realized I've got to, I've got to type some of that stuff in. 
Um, and I think by using that, I think that's kind of how it worked. Because you want to sort our YouTube out for us. Honestly, that's it. But I think people want authenticity. I think. That, yeah. I mean, there is a level of yeah, dancing and transitions and yeah, they're just fun, aren't they? They're like, just fun. You and can do that for fun. Exactly. That's it. But I think everyone else. I think Gen Z. Uh, I went to a talk the other day um, at the Radio Academy and they were talking about Gen Z uh, pushing for authenticity. That's sort mm. of like the big push. That's what people want nowadays. So I think someone like you, Jamie, who is very authentic, you should just use that to your advantage. You probably don't need to do anything majorly, you know, thought out or whatever. Mm-hmm you know just put a camera on and start talking about your <laughs> new track or you know the one that's coming out and just chuck it up there and see what happens yeah, i suppose as long as you feel like you're being authentic to yourself then you know what, what it's a win-win yeah. yeah people are going to want to get to know you as well this new track and it's showing a sort of more vulnerable side to you and it's got a massive story behind it is what we're sort of getting from from you people are going to want to know who you are from that so when they want to see who is this who's singing this song or what is it about? And they, they probably will want to see a more authentic person rather than, I don't know, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like... They're gonna was want... that the Macarena just said? It was, but I don't know what it was supposed to be. <laughs> like my daughter, right? So my daughter's 10 and she, like they've got all of her friends do all the flipping... They're not on TikTok, right? I'm just putting it out there. Christ <laughs> almighty, I can't... Um, but there is like a child version of it. And anyway, so she delights all doing all dances and stuff like that. But no, I can't. every time that she's doing it, I try and get involved with it and muck around with her. And she's like, no, get out of here. You're too old. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing dad vibes. I am, I am that. I'm quite, I'm quite happy to be that as well. But yeah, I think what people will look for from you is, yeah, you. So just do you and for I think sure. you'll be all right. Yeah, for sure. I think you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Right. We've got, should we do some quick fire questions? They're never, yes. they're never really quick fire, are they? Yes. So let's do that. Um, right, we are gonna. So, gigging wise, have you done many gigs so far? Uh, yeah, I've done. I've done a few. I've done like three or four. What's the best gig you've done so far? Oh, um, like most enjoyable for you. Most enjoyable. Well, I sang at my sister's wedding, but I don't really count that. Gig. That's so cute. <laughs> but that was nice. Yeah. Um, when was that? That was last Christmas, actually. Yeah. Oh, she had a Christmas wedding. Yeah, she did. How yeah. sweet. It was so nice. But yeah, sang at her wedding, which was really emotional. So that was. That was kind of the first time I sang in front of like my friends and fam, like really close family. Right. Um, so I got that out of the way. <laughs> and then I played at Shoreditch Strongroom, which was like my first, one of my first kind of gigs, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and it was so fun. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I can't wait to do my next one. Yeah, have you got any more in the pipeline then? Yeah, so I'm planning my first like headline gig. So, oh, cool. Um, we're going to be promoting that. It's going to definitely be before Christmas, so... Yeah, watch this. Have space. you got a location sort of planned, or is um, it still in the works? It's definitely currently? Gonna be in London. Yeah. So yeah, I've got a few venues that are hopefully going to accept me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. What is your guilty pleasure track? Oh, guilty pleasure. Yeah. Have you got a guilty pleasure track? Of Jamie's? No, not of Jamie's. Of anything. <laughs> well, we're talking anything. about Jamie's. all of Jamie's the tracks world. are great. What are you talking about, guilty pleasure? Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, generally. I've, I've, to be fair, I've just been listening to Jamie's four tracks on the way here. So I've just... I've, I've Research! Actually, I've, I've, I well, no, that. no, no, it's not even that because I know all the tracks anyway. I think I put some of them like to random other videos and stuff I've done over the years. I can't remember what, but I'm sure I have. Um, but I, I really like your track Sunset. So it's actually going around in my head at the moment. So Love let's, that. yeah, let's just say that. I meant more like <laughs> ABBA or... 
I don't know, like Uncle Cracker or I don't know. Saying is, is that your one? No, Abba. but someone mentioned it on a podcast I watched the other day and I was like, oh, yeah, no, Uncle Cracker. I was like, I haven't heard that song in fucking years. <laughs> I think mine's probably like Cher. Yeah? Do you yeah. believe? Yeah, do you believe by Cher? I haven't, That's a good, good I haven't song. released it yet, but Fraser's cover was that last week. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. So he yeah. hit the high notes? He did it in his way. Yeah. He did like, I, I don't think he could probably hit Cher's notes. <laughs> it's Cher. one of those songs I think everyone loves, but just doesn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great song, a great to be fair. Right? Yeah. I mean, as far as guilty pleasures go. The thing is, I don't feel guilty about any song that I like. Mm. So I think it's a really hard question. Jedward. I don't like Jedward. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like Jedward. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, yes. Oh. Mysterious Girl. But I, again, oh, okay. I'm still, I'm not, I'm not guilty about did they it. did play that at the Eurovision? Who? Did they? Did, did Peter Andre play Peter Andre. Or I am did... I just going mad? Uh, no, he might have done. He might have done. Because Australia I did watch it this year. Yeah. Did Katie Price and Peter Andre do that one once upon a time? Did they sing Possibly. It well, I have no at idea. At Eurovision. I think so. Am as, I going crazy? As in their actual entry? Yeah. I don't know. Was but it I don't know. But I remember, didn't they do like a duet to like an Aladdin song or something? <laughs> yeah, it could did have been that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, um, I'll show you the world. I'm sure, if anything, that no. sounds a I'm sure. Well, I, don't I feel know. like there was like a lap dance video of her or him. Oh, I don't know. I'm just spreading rumours now. Let's just get off of <laughs> Let's this topic. <laughs> Let's get off the lap dancing, shall we? Uh, what is a song, like a famous song that you wish you wrote? Like what is a song that means like a lot to you and you go, oh, I wish I'd wrote that? Um, oh, I know it. It's just gone out of my head. You go. <laughs> go on, Lizzie. What song do you me? wish you wrote? What do you? Mean? I can't write any songs. <laughs> oh. I can't. I don't have a musical bone in my body. I wish I could sing. Yeah, but I can't, unfortunately. Rob's been trying to get me to write, and I, I say oh, I can't. I come up with quite good names for songs and quite good mm. song ideas, Name but then oh, I can't think of it now. <laughs> Next time I have one of those brainwaves, I'll send it to you, and you can do what you like with it. You'd probably put just, it in the bin. Just something to write with, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, what is the song that I was thinking of? We can come back to it. Yeah, let's come back to it. <laughs> when you're writing, do you go lyrics first or melody first? Uh, melody first. Yeah. yeah. Is that why you said it took quite a long time for you to get what in this next track that's coming? Yeah, probably. It took quite a long time to get what was inside you onto paper. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think everyone's, so many people ask, like, how do you write a song? And mm. I'm just like, there's so many different ways to write a song. Like, I am melody driven, so I just kind of sit freestyle, sing whatever I kind of am feeling in the moment. And yeah. then um, I guess I'm writing every day, like in my notes, but I'm not writing them like a song. I'm just, write, I'm just writing what I feel. Like, if I just want to, like, do like a little diary entry, or like, yeah. if I'm feeling shit, or if I just want to, like, cry, or whatever, I just write everything in my notes. Sometimes we'll make it rhyme. Sometimes we'll do like a bit of poetry. And then as I'm freestyling, the melodies come and then I look back at something and I'm like, okay, what bit? That's a clever idea, actually. It's almost at. like doing like journaling, I suppose. Yeah. As and then know. I kind of recreate it as a song. That's like, yeah, mostly what I do. But I've had to, I've met a lot of other songwriters who do it differently and mm. I've learned other ways of doing it. And actually... Yeah, that's like my go-to, but and especially if I'm doing like dance music, um, I've recorded a dance track recently. Right. And it's so, like for me, that's just freestyling. Like you can't, unless you're in the moment, like 
it's so hard to hear a track and then be like, I know what lyric this is going to sound like. Like songwriters are some are musicians who play the piano and mm. they write the chords and they write the the guitar chords or the piano chords themselves. And I think there's that's like one part of songwriting. It's the musician's way. And then there's other, another part, like a vocalist's way or a singer's way. And I guess you just kind of adapt and which one you want to do so in with, the moment. When, when you're doing that then so uh, as an example you'll write you'll be feeling shit you'll write something in your notes as part of a journal yeah. and then it'll be a case of right I could make that into a verse into a chorus do you then write the do you have other people that come in to then help you develop that into a track or do you um, sort of do it on like, everything I've written I've done myself the, right. the last I work with the producers but the producer so I really trust my producer mm -hmm. um, I've had two but I really trust the people I choose to work with I really get on with yeah. like it's finding the right producer is like a singer's like hardest task yeah. um, and I think once you get that you've you're good like you can work well with someone because it's such a personal experience mm -hmm. um, so yeah I'd say that there's like influence with the producer with certain wordings or certain kind of lyrics but yeah. like it's not like I've I've written everything that I've wanted to write myself right okay um your journals like really pretty or are they just like scribbled notes oh my gosh scribbled notes they're scribbled notes yeah, you should you could lot. still capitalize on that I'm sure you could either take photos or take copies of that and sell it as like this was my original idea or maybe not all of it yeah if it's like a very personal when I die like, yeah like I'll, if it was I'll, a really personal entry <laughs> but if it was actually just like a little snippet or something I'm sure that yeah, that it. could be merch yeah oh my god yeah for sure for sure Merch. Merch. Sell it as merch. Sell it as merch. You, I've saw, I'd like to get some merch. I want more merch. I want more band merch. <laughs> like, as in, like, people that have been on here or whatever. Yeah, you're asking for freebies again, aren't Trying you? Trying to. Send me your merch. <laughs> I have uh, I have someone who's sending me something, but I oh, haven't seen them yet. Well, I'm going to meet up with them and they're going to give me something, so. That's exciting. Come on. Yeah. Um, right, did you, did you remember the track? That you oh, wish God, you no. No, we, right, fine. We started talking about something else. So. <laughs> <laughs> One brain, brain, is gone. brain is gone when was the first time you started singing when was the first time you kind of thought yeah I've actually got a voice um I think I always knew it like deep down you know when you think you know but then it's I think I just thought I knew like you know people think they can sing I probably shouldn't talk about that on this, on this yeah I, will, I think I know I can sing and then I can't. I can sing in the I shower actually believe, I actually believe everyone can sing and I believe that everyone can learn to sing That's yeah but it I depends to what level doesn't it because I reckon well, you yeah. could probably teach me and Liz to sing to a level yeah but I, guess so. I don't think we'd hit any of the but then again like me five years ago or like ten years ago like mm. I have learned to sing like it's not something that's come easy like it's right. something that I have had to like do every day and like get better at because mm. at the beginning I was like yeah I think I can sing but I didn't really know until you put yourself out there and you actually like do it but I think my mum's a singer so my mum mm. uh, we all grew up at church like my we went we went to church and yeah I guess we just sang all the time like mm. Like, I have four sisters, so we have a pretty musical instrument family. Um, I did dance and acting, so it kind of just, like, came with, like, learning dance, learning acting. Yeah. So, like, it was always in me, and then I just, I think, I remember I was singing Amy Winehouse or something, and my sister was, like, recording me in my bedroom, and I, was, <laughs> and I didn't know. And then I turned around, and I knew she was recording me. What song and, was that? Um, um, that was Tears, Tears, 
try on their own. Right. Now that could go viral. Yeah, that exactly. Could, I was yeah. thinking that, yeah. That would be a great video, mm. especially as you didn't even know. Like there's so many, no oh, I didn't know that someone had a secret recorder under yeah. my bed or whatever, but actually you didn't know. Mm -hmm. So you your reaction. That. I should try and get that video. Maybe I'll ask her for it. You should, you should get it. You should do and that. And then transition into you doing it now. Interesting. Ooh. I'm liking these ideas, guys. We're here, mate. We're yeah. part of the management team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a manjo, anyway. So. <laughs> I'll hit you guys up. <laughs> uh, right. So we'll, I can't remember what question that was. Um, oh, yeah. An artist you should love, but you don't. That goes for both of you. I'm going to tell you mine straight away because I forgot to say it last week. Mine's Green Day. Oh, Green Day. Mm -hmm. I feel like Green Day are a band. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yeah, but I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. I, it's like I like that genre and I sort of when I was in my teens that was all there but it's just something I've just never quite clicked with so that's mine no disrespect to Green Day but they won't be watching will they <laughs> I don't think so no <laughs> damn if only I could piss them off <laughs> no, I'm joking <laughs> so yeah an artist that you feel like you should love but you just mm. oh god I feel like if I say it I'm gonna get like an well, Fraser said a the Beatles backlash. last week. Okay. So interesting. Mm. Can so you can always though. go. Yeah, you can do one that's like been and gone. No, don't do that. Let's get controversial. Good, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Okay, I'm going to say it, but it's not because I don't like her. Mm -hmm. But Taylor Swift. Okay. I'm not a Swifty, but I yeah. can really, really appreciate the. It's it's weird because there's been a few songs I love that she's done, mm. but like, I'm just. For the, for someone who's such an incredible songwriter, I don't know why it just doesn't doesn't resonate with you. It doesn't you. resonate with me, and it might be because I'm not like I've not been through what she's been through, or whatever. Mm. But like, yeah, I always feel like I missed out on that boat. Like I feel like I need to try and. It's funny because I was very much on that boat. I can't remember what her first album was. I can see the album cover. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. You could say anything, and I'd believe you. Like, yeah, she's got like blonde hair and it's sort of going like, yeah, and like, yeah, it's like her face and she looks quite young in it. Right. Um, and then there's another one where it's, I can just see colours, it's really weird. Um, <laughs> and there's like a blue sort of like sea background or like some sort of water behind her. And right. again, she's looking quite young. Anyway, I was really into those two sort of first albums or first couple of albums. And it was when she sort of started to gain proper momentum. And of course, like, obviously she was well known by then because that's why I'd heard of her. But when she really started to gain massive momentum that's when she lost me mm. so actually the first albums i thought were great mm -hmm. but it was when she became more commercial I, I was like oh you've lost me now yeah and then like my best friend still like loves her to bits yeah but yeah she lost that's me the thing. my best friend it's like my best friends like love her and mm. i'm just like and then there's like two of my best friends that don't so it's like we can't talk about it it's just it's a bad subject to talk oh, about. Oh, really? Yeah, is that, like, is that, is that oh, bad? Oh, really? It's that yeah. bad? I feel like they're a bit, like, crazy. <laughs> is that what they call Do you think it's like... Yeah. But One Direction fans are probably similar. Like, when they were together, yeah, you like... you can't mention it. You can't I mention... Like it's like Beyonce as well. Like, and, Beyonce fans. Oh, I've got one for you. If... And this will piss her off. <laughs> if anyone else released her track she's just released, would you listen to it twice if it wasn't Beyonce? I don't... I don't think I've heard it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't particularly rate... If, as an example, right, we get sent so many tracks collectively between us, Future Hits, Isn't Some Radio, whatever. We get sent loads of tracks. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't... I don't think... At the, and this isn't me just blowing everyone's horn who's been on our show, right? 
but I don't think it's up there with some of the best tracks we've had. I've said this for years. You know, I actually advocate more for the music that I get sent and I play on yeah. my show mm. than a lot of the stuff in the charts. It's way better. It comes from here. It's not, you know, trying to fit a formula or whatever. Honestly, I... I, I play it to you in the break, right? Yeah. And it was, I do, like, not being, I'm not trying to be, like, controversial, but I just don't... If it was by someone who was reasonably unknown, mm -hmm. I don't think it would be number one. <laughs> do, do you know it's Beyonce by her voice? Can you tell? Oh, yeah, you know, you know it's Bay. You know it's Bay. Yeah, yeah for sure. But I think that's why it's number one. It's because <laughs> she hasn't released tracks for so long and then that's come out and then... Bosh. Yeah, it's like a, it's mm. a completely different, like, album from mm. what she's used to, isn't it? It's a dance, like, house album. So I've listened to the whole mm. thing. I'm just yeah. judging it on one track, yeah. which is probably not the no, most. I know. But it's different. I yeah. I, going back to Taylor just quickly on a final note on that she's I remember, welcome on though Taylor no I remember when she lost me actually she was the first person to take her music off of Spotify she was yeah oh yeah that's she, when that's she lost me but the thing that's is that's it <laughs> she lost me for decades because she wasn't on there so I was like well how you am I going to get you understand the reasons why now? though right I understand now, at the yeah. time because yeah. Spotify at the time was paying peanuts what still is really isn't it yeah well you know better than most considering you had your um, specialist expert thing expert special yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, Daniel Ek keeps minimising the amount that he's paying artists per track, per stream, and all of yeah, that stuff. Yeah. But that's where she lost me, actually, because I think she was one of the only artists that was maybe her and one other at the time that just mm. took all their mm. music off. And it's like, how am I going to listen to you now? Yeah, you know, I can I understand. Think Beyonce actually did it as well. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think it was like Jay Z, Beyonce. They all went to Tidal. Oh right. And they all removed their like Lemonade album. You couldn't listen to. On Spotify. Oh shit! But how are people listening? To, <laughs> how are people listening to their music? Because we're kind of gone from CDs. Like, you have to go to like iTunes and then download it or whatever. Like, yeah, as but in, like, that's the so album. long. Yeah, no, that's the old way that we used to do it. Or on LimeWire. No, 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 I then know get that. It was a movement that tried to happen and it didn't. It didn't really work. Didn't I think work. it just because Spotify is so massive in it. Oh, there's so many subscription yeah. services out there now with that and Apple Music and mm -hmm. we're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify by the way it's like <laughs> Amazon though Amazon Music I'm like who actually, who listens to Amazon Music we're on mm -hmm. Audible as well <laughs> <laughs> like it's huge but I'm like yeah. I never get a friend being like oh I'm on I listen to Amazon Music I think I guess yeah. it's the Alexa it is mm -hmm. exactly what I was about mm -hmm. to say yeah mm -hmm. exactly. SoundCloud I suppose I think some people are doing a bit more SoundCloud nowadays aren't they I think they are for demos yeah. But I think for like official releases, then they're obviously doing it via the usual distribution channels. It's going to take a big body to push through another, something as easy, like an easy streaming site like Spotify. Yeah. I think it needs to happen a bit like when Bolt came around and Uber were like the big giants yeah, of transport uh, for London and everywhere. And I yeah. I miss, I, the last thing that I think that I really respected that Spotify did was when Adele's album came out and... um they removed the shuffle button because obviously she didn't want people listening to her album like in different order in different order that she made it so she actually was the first to kind of tell Spotify don't put my album on shuffle because do they still do that now yeah they've stopped it so oh, they've stopped it completely I don't know if it's oh, something really? you have to request but they've stopped like most albums that come out now like aren't on shuffle anymore yeah they, used to, yeah, they used to be, didn't that's they? That's interesting. And that's very recent. Yeah. Well, I pay yeah. premium just mainly for that. <laughs> yeah, what, so you can stop. shuffle? Oh, so, so you can change. No, so I don't shuffle. The ad's in that as well, isn't it? It's like £10 a month, £9 a month or something to... Anyway. Um, <laughs> worst gig that you have either had or been to? 
Well, I went to a gig and didn't play once. What do you mean? <laughs> well, by I accident? Went, or? Like, no, I went because I, I guess I'm a, I'm, I wouldn't call myself a diva, but like, I just, because of my confidence as well, like, I can't do something that's going to make me feel a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm not, like, my mum and dad used to like shout at me all the time because they'd be like, why don't you go play at like this random pub? And I'd be like, I'm going to know everyone. Like, I was very awkward and embarrassed. Right. To play at first and then I realized I can't do that because no one's gonna I'm never gonna get experience and no one's gonna see my work like mm. I need to get over this like thing yeah um which is then, difficult in itself though right yeah but then I also realized like this I feel like it's okay as an artist to have like a certain kind of boundary for yourself mm-hmm. or like le- expectation of yourself to like trust that if you aren't comfortable doing something and it's not right for you then that's fine like mm-hmm need to accept that Absolutely. Um, and I just I turned off and I felt so bad but the speaker one of the speakers wasn't working and obviously I rely on a guitarist a lot of the time and other bandmates to make my tracks I'm I'm not very good at playing other instruments um so I yeah we had to play my songs through a speaker and one of them wasn't working so my voice was going to be coming out of one side and mm. the other was and the music was going to come out of the other side. So it right. was going to be really, like, disproportioned. And I just was like, I can't give a bad show. I can't. I think, oh, I think that's fair like, enough. Really yeah. like, a you sound really bad. apologetic. But, <laughs> like, definitely, you know, you put a lot into your shows. And also everyone that listens to you at the show is going to go back either going, oh, Jamie Cook's amazing, or oh, maybe yeah. maybe not. You don't want some speaker to ruin like potentially exactly. ruin that. I was think it, that's fair enough. Was it a pub or a promoter that? But uh, it was a promoter, which uh, was really awkward. Mm, well, that's that's up to them, though, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it would be funny. Like where I've put my kicks on or mm. our kicks on, mm-hmm. it's a case that you know you make sure that all of that is working, and you make sure you get everything you possibly can okay. ready for yeah. the artists. And then you know, if something don't quite work out. You try and make it work yeah. between you. But, but I think in the moment you have to like get over the fear. I should have just been like, do you know what? Let's screw all this. Yeah, but if you've got a bit of a, if you're also struggling a bit with your confidence at that moment in time and then something knocks you off kilter even more, yeah, it's very difficult. So and also that's going like, to affect yeah. your stage presence, that's going to affect your voice, you know, like you don't really want to arrive at a gig and immediately be no, like exactly. put off or pissed off or <laughs> yeah, upset <it's> <laughs> or whatever emotion that comes out that's going to be negative because yeah. as much as you can act, as, mu- as much as you can put it on and you can still go out and sing, that's yeah. still going to potentially like come out in your performance, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm guessing 100% yeah well, it would come out in hours though wouldn't it like not yeah. with all weird singers but mm. if you arrive here pissed off mm. it's going to take a while for you to sort of get over it to and we're not and, yeah. and we're just chatting shit on a podcast yeah we're, we're not performing in front of however many people I think that's, that's one it. of the hardest things like as you learn to do like live performance like mm. that's something I've realised is like just another thing you've got to do as a musician like it's something that is so separate from recording it's yeah. so separate from um just releasing music it's like a whole nother world so in that sense yeah you do have to be like a bit fu- not fussy but like you have to you have to of... follow your intuition though don't yeah, you? you because do. if you yeah. know that something's not right in your gut don't do it mm. yeah. just life yeah. like do you know what I mean? well music is just audio isn't it and then even if you did a music video it's pre-recorded but then when you're singing live it's your voice. It's how how you look. It's a bit like when we're presenting. Did you just say music's just audio? 
<laughs> yeah, but you understand. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just taking the piss. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's not. It's not like the amount. It's so not how many times? And how many not... times on this podcast have you thrown me under the bus it's or not... taken the piss out of me? It's not. I was just it's not one picture back. and audio. It's not picture and audio. It's... Yeah, I know anyway. what you mean. A live performance is very different from a music video yeah, or a recording studio. Because even as a presenter, if you're doing radio, it's different than doing a podcast. Because yeah. when you're doing a podcast, you have to worry about what your face is doing. You know? Do we? Shit. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But live music is completely different because it's it's audio plus your face plus stage <laughs> presence plus... Yeah, everything and, and interacting with the audience as yeah. well. And you want it to be like the best you've ever done. Yeah. Like, you all just want to keep getting better and better. So there's a lot to think about. There is a lot, a lot to think, think about. about. Right, what we do, we have a quick break and then we'll come back, finish your quick fire questions that are never quick fire, and then we'll go into your dream gig. How's that sound? Yes. Yes? Yes. And Good. Beyonce. We're gonna listen oh, to yeah, Beyonce. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll listen to Bay. Right. <laughs> we'll be back for section two. Time for Bay. Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. Hopefully you're enjoying the episode this week, but I wanted to talk to you about our Patreon. It's a, basically a subscription service that puts money back into Unsigned, if that's the podcast, the radio show, whatever. It helps us generate a bit of an income to support these unsigned artists and to run events and also do this podcast every week. So if you want to support the podcast and support the Unsigned Music brand, you can go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Unsigned Music UK and you can sign up for just one pound a month. What can you get for that price? Anyway, let's get back to the episode. The Unsigned Podcast. I have, do you know what? I do need to um, go back where we've obviously had, we're not going to go into it, but where we've had a couple of weeks off radio, we've been able to concentrate on other stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've got a, quite a backlog to get through. So I'm looking okay. forward to actually going through like the new music and going, mm -hmm. going through everything because it's been a, it's been I a had while. That. I had that after Hawaii. I had so many. I think there was like over 200 tracks that I had to go through for my last show. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing a show tomorrow and it's been the first one since I got back from Hawaii. Right. And I had to delay last week because of technical problems. Right. So it's just like, it's just, you know, one of those things yeah, where it's yeah. just like, it just gets pushed back and back. Anyway. It does. And where can you find that show? Because we might as well just carry on because I press record anyway. Okay, we, Are we fine. rolling, by the way? Yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling <laughs> anyway. Rolling anyway. We're rolling. Uh, yeah, so my show, it will be out on Thursday. So that will be, yeah, it'll already be out basically by uh, the time this podcast is out. Already be um, out. It will be available via my website, which is lizzyremain.co.uk. There you go. <laughs> That's a plug for you. Welcome back. We're in <laughs> section two. We're with Jamie Cook, Lizzie Romain. Manisha's here and I'm Matt Wary, as you guys probably know. Anyway, there's a few other questions in our um, in our quick fire bit. We said, did you say worst? Oh, yeah, you worst gig, the bad speaker person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bad speaker person. <laughs> I thought you meant a person, person. at first. I thought, I thought you oh. meant a person at first. There was a speaker there. Like, I no, thought you had like an announcer no. or, a, or someone like doing the. Let's clarify, imagine. no. no it was someone said your name wrong and you were like, no, speaker. what's going on now? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that much of a diva. No. <laughs> we didn't call you a diva. <laughs> I called myself. You called it. yourself a diva. <laughs> um, okay, fine. So, what would be your entrance music? If you could have a track to be your entrance music onto the stage or anything mm. like that, what would it be? It would be... Um, I'm so bad at these fires. All right, put it this way. Things. We listened to Beyonce in the break and then you're a big fan. Yeah. You could see what I meant by it, right? And then yeah. what track did we end up listening to? We only listened I'm to about ready. half of that track. And then we that went into the new Lizzo track, yeah. yeah. Preferred that. 
that would do well if that came into our inbox. It would probably be... Um, That's true. <laughs> um, like... Oh, God. I'm literally so bad at these questions. <laughs> it's just, yeah. We'll come back That's to okay. it. We'll have you got, a, we'll have you got an artist, we'll an artist that you could potentially recommend? Someone that you know who is an unsigned or emergent artist mm. that you have listened to and you go, I recommend them. Is there someone that you have in your playlist? Yeah. Um, he's called Satsamis. Mm. Okay. It's like T-S-A-T-S-A-M-I-S, I think. Anyway, <laughs> Said with confidence, that. Yeah. Um, he is an up-and-coming artist. That is, He's a good friend, actually. Oh, cool. He is um, smashing it, like smashing it. There's a new one on me, that. Yeah, I haven't heard of interesting Sat Satsamis Satsamis yeah Satsamis Satsamis I'm not sure so is he also, so is he also sort of like jazz R&B no kind no, no. Of he's like um, proper like pop indie like alternative okay. like pop alternative music and did he start about the same time as you yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah definitely like we were I remember we were we went to Glastonbury together in like 2016 or something were oh, you so there he's then? actually um, a friend from, from way well, back well we met at Glastonbury oh so like, cool we didn't know each other before Glastonbury. Um, and yeah, he's smashing it. I feel like there's lots of people that go to Glastonbury Festival that were like, everyone's musicians. I swear yeah. everyone that you talk to are musicians. It's weird, because I remember at Glastonbury we were talking and I was there, he was like, oh, I'm going to play here one day. And I was like, me too. And then like looking at us now, like we both obviously release music. And yeah, maybe, one, so maybe cool. one day we can actually say that we will. Yeah, yeah, that would be so cool if you were on if you could both be in each other's sets as yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah, be on stage be at the same time together. Yeah. That'd sure. be sick. What is um an artist you'd love to see in concert? Maybe someone you haven't seen Ooh, who's quite mainstream. Yeah, that you haven't seen yet and you'd like to. Um someone I haven't seen. Because I've been to Glastonbury like four times, I feel like I've seen so many artists. Like, because <laughs> you get to see so many people at once. That's it. Um, I, I really want to see... Um, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was going to perform at Glastonbury. And I actually was, I was actually like, I'm going to go, I will go and I'll mm -hmm. watch her and I'll try and, you know. I imagine as a show it would be. I think, yeah. I think oh, yeah. Amazing. Like, oh, she, apparently she is as well. Yeah. What? Well, my best friend goes to like all of the Taylor Swift shows oh, really? and says that she's amazing. Oh, cool. I would say I want to see if they were still performing, I'd want to see the Scissor Sisters. Yeah. Mm. They'd probably Maybe do a very that. dynamic show, actually. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I actually listen to a lot of their music and I listen to a lot of their music growing up, like with my family. Um, I also really want to go see Shania Twain. <laughs> oh yes, I would come to that. Yeah, she's like country, but Taylor Swift's country. But yeah, Shania Twain is like Shania Twain like speaks to the soul, yeah, doesn't she? Really she? Did. Yeah. It's nostalgic as well, though, isn't it? That? You're still the one. Ah, oh, that's such a lovely song. I love that song. Yeah, that's a good one. I love. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll come with you to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. We'll go together. <laughs> right, there is a couple more questions on here, but after the last couple of weeks, I don't think it's appropriate. So I'll leave that one. Okay. Um, right, let's do your dream gig, shall we? So on your dream gig, oh, we didn't do your, what, what, what one did we? Oh, whatever. Dream gig. So <laughs> as part of your dream gig, what we do, we ask you what your favorite venue would be to play. We ask you who would like, who you would like to perform at your dream gig and things that you'd like on your rider, where your after party would be, et cetera, et cetera. So, First wow. port of call is 
what venue and we've taken festivals off the table because everyone I know it would be Glastonbury because you just mentioned it and all everyone near enough always says Glastonbury so we're going for venue so what venue would you like to play at your dream gig I would say like the Roundhouse in Camden or something oh nice it's got a good reputation I feel like I've been there so many times and like I've had the most amazing night Mm. like I've never had a bad gig there and it's a lot of the artists that I loved like I saw Mark Ron- it was actually the first place I went to see Mark Ronson oh cool years ago. I was like 13 I think I was too young to get in actually <laughs> um, oh, how and sweet. Amy Winehouse came on which was mental oh, you wow. saw um, Amy Winehouse live yeah it's mad, it's mad. wow um, Lily Allen like he brought out he brought, brought out everyone um, and that kind of was the start of like me getting into me like loving like finding my own kind of genre that I loved um and yeah, I've seen so many artists there since, like Tom Mish, Mahalia. Tom Mish as well. Yeah, so good. Um, Jordan Reiki, Loyal Kana, like that kind of genre of music. Did Tom Mish play at the Roundhouse as well? Yeah. Really? Do you know Tom Mish? No. But I know that um, Jamie you, is like a bit of an inspiration to you because it's in your press release you sent me earlier. Oh, is it? <laughs> interesting that's true but tom mish is really good yeah and also you they're starting to do like um so leanne lahavas she did like a what do you call it like a you know when they get like a constant they get to constantly they do like a, a res- you know, residency. residency yeah so mm. they've started to do residencies i can't remember if it's the roundhouse or if it's coco in camden it's one or the other right um but that would be awesome like imagine like because I feel like Leanne Lahavis is so underrated as an artist, and she has just been given like a residency slot in her hometown. And Amazing. I just think That's it's so, so cool. Good. Like, Imagine rolling out of bed in Camden and just yeah. like going down the road and playing. That'd and be I great. think it's so cool to have like residencies. Obviously, that's such an American thing, and obviously people get nights at the O2 or whatever. But like, yeah, that kind of vibe would be really cool because it's really personable. Like, you're getting, it just feels special. To put on like a different kind of show, mm. maybe. So. I'm sure David Bowie he had a residency at like one of his local pubs or whatever. Interesting, yeah. But he he built up an audience doing it, mm-hmm. and I think it's a really good place to start if you can get a residency and you can go there every week and you can play a gig, and you know you have your fans that come along every single week and then they grow and grow and grow. A it grows your confidence because you're playing to your mates in the audience, but B it's only going to get bigger, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And just to keep up that consistency, we should bring back residencies if they bring don't back. exist. You can listen to a residency every Friday, 7pm with Swiss. <laughs> future hits. <laughs> we actually have a show called The Residency. Oh, cool. Right, so you can have, oh, special announcer. Who would bring you onto the stage? Mm. Bring me. Yeah. So who would announce you onto the stage? Um, who would announce me? Or we can do an easier question first if you want. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you've got your headliner, your main support, your opener. You're featuring somewhere on the bill at your dream gig. Who are the other two artists who are going to be with you and who's in which slot? Headliner, main support, opener. If we're talking like famous people. Yeah, you can go famous. You can go dead or alive. You can pick a certain dead moment in history where wow. these people have started out or where That's a certain a album... Cause... That's like, I don't want to go last after someone who I absolutely love. <laughs> well, you can, we've had it in a few different ways. A lot of people have said, oh, well, it's my dream gig. I'm headlining. Yeah, yeah exactly. And we're going to yeah, have yeah. like the who it's open for us gig, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. But we've also had people that are like, 
I want to like open and then watch the legends at work. So mm. you can do whatever you want. I think it would be cool to have like Aretha Franklin or someone. Oh wow! At my gig, I think she would bring like a soulful vibe. Um, you know when they did that like divas thing? Mm. There was like a divas show back in the day in America. Where they had, oh, like, was Mariah it on TV? Carey, Aretha Franklin, like they had like all the beer, like Christina Aguilera. They did all of that. Like, the main people oh wow i think that was quite a vibe but maybe like aretha franklin to like maybe bring me on if she was still here i think that'd be pretty cool yeah um and then obviously i'd want someone that i know because i think i'd want to be able like when i obviously am planning gigs i'm trying to like think of people who who i'd want to support yeah or would want to support me um so i have a few friends my friend martha friend saskia i'd want one of them right <laughs> um so they're opening then, for you yeah i'd say opening yeah, or, or me opening for them. I'm not sure, but yeah, opening and then maybe like Stevie Nicks. Ooh, that'd be end, good. Just come on, sing some with me. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's that song? Um, just like a white wing dove. Uh, what was it called? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. But it's by Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Right, so who's headlining your dream gig? Me, then? Your dream gig, your headlining. Who's yeah, your main support? Just bringing on a few divas. You know. Well, I mean? there's a question for that. But who's your main support? Main support who's the is Aretha Franklin? Yeah, and opening is Saskia. Yeah, or Martha. Or Martha. Together, yeah. Sweet. Um, <laughs> what would be your cover track? Uh, my cover track would be. I've done a few covers actually. Um, I've wanted to do an Amy Winehouse one for a very long time because yeah. I used to sing her a lot, but I feel like they're so overdone and like I'm waiting for the right moment. Well, we found your moment, haven't we? You're going to get that video from your sister. Yes. So yeah, two years Yeah. Nice. Um, who would be your special guest that you would duet with? And you've already mentioned Aretha Franklin and Stevie Nicks, but would it be someone if else? I was being like serious, yeah. Like someone at the moment, I would love to sing with um, Olivia Dean. Do you know Olivia Dean? Not I feel like I've heard of her. Heard of her? Yeah. yeah. She is awesome. I really want to do a song with her. Um, or like someone like Lizzo. <laughs> yes. Oh my Just God. Just fly her in for one track. Just one track. <laughs> yes. yeah. Imagine. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. That'd be so good. Yeah. What would be on your rider? So you can have two choices that will be waiting for you in your dressing room at the Camden Roundhouse at your dream gig. What would your two choices be? What would that? What so what on it? your rider? We'll give you some on my rider on your rider. So a rider is you make some special requests and it's waiting for you in your dressing room. We have had a games room. We have had people request special like a certain drink or food. Mm -hmm. um, we heard from someone who was on the podcast who has actually done that work at festivals and said that there was uh, a famous artist who was look who wanted a chair pointing directly at a certain location. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can have anything you want, basically. You can request That's two so things and it will be there waiting for you. At the Surely you can move a chair. No, it's, it's going to be one of those things, <laughs> isn't it? Sorry, where like, it's like, no, I, I agree I, with you. I want my, my chair face I'll tell you, pick it up and move it. I'll tell you afterwards who we I, think it was. Okay. She didn't tell us officially. Right. But I'll tell you after who we think it was. I'm going to say yeah, a, bottle, a bottle of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a special required like, um, yeah, brand? Like, it's the only alcohol that like actually soothes my throat like before singing. So, right. Like, um, Any tequila or is there like specific? I'm not a tequila savvy, um, really. 
obviously if I'm gonna go bougie like Patron. Okay, fair enough. So you can go bougie. I can get anything I want. Yeah, you can do yeah. anything you want. Yeah, you definitely yeah. go bougie. <laughs> um, the one that's they make it with like a garth, don't they? So it's like soothing. Right. And they also say like tequila is the only upper, like it's the only upper alcohol. Like every alcohol is, really? a, is a downer. Like it actually apart makes from tequila. People is that their advertising campaign it could be (laughs) well you're sold (laughs) do you you chase it with anything no (laughs) hardcore hardcore before before a show i've always had just always had a standard like tequila is something you just like yeah you're gonna say you're gonna shot a tequila aren't you yeah but don't don't you suck a lemon afterwards oh yeah you do you can like i suppose that's like with the really cheap shit isn't it like and lick salt first yeah with the pineapple juice pineapple juice. yeah so shot tequila and then a shot of pineapple juice Thanks for burning away. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm no. I'm never been a tequila fan. No, I always go sambuca. Yeah. Oh god! If, if there's two, because it's always it's always oh tequila or sambuca. No. It's it's never like anything no. else. And vodka's definitely apple no. sours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. How old are you? <laughs> too old for apple sours. <laughs> right. So tequila. Did you choose something else? No. What's um, your second choice? I would say something like something to just keep me chill. Yeah. So a spliff. <laughs> <laughs> that could have no, gone. No, no, no. That could have gone there, or it could have been like me the other way. <laughs> um, no. So there was a big gap I had to fill it. Yeah. No fair. Um, no, that would send me the complete opposite way. I think. Um, just something stupid like. Something to take the nerves away. I don't know. Something to take the nerves away. <laughs> what would be or what has been a made it moment for you? Or what would you think that would be? So like an example of that would be like your lyrics being sung back to you at a gig or something along those lines. That is actually spot on to be fair. There you go. Nailed it. Spot on. Like that was the first time I was like, oh my God, shit. Like people are actually like listening to my music and that feeling is like that first time feeling of people like singing your lyrics back is something you'll never forget. Mm. Like it's so cool. And it's something you kind of crave. You're like, Oh, I want to do it again. Like I want more people to sing it back to me. But it's also like where I released music for so long during lockdown. Like I didn't really get that instant response yeah. from people. Um, Cause I couldn't gig and, things so the first yeah, time it was I did all through it, lockdown wasn't it yeah. was it 29 was it 2019 2020 I, 2020 I my first song so it was like oh. that whole time I feel like I missed out the kind of I kind of got used to just recording and releasing and not having to do like live performance so yeah I was just doing like visuals and music videos and things so that instant reaction straight like when I first performed was yeah it was pretty cool do you think that's why you've sort of you were saying earlier about not maybe having the confidence to perform straight away or it takes you a while to sort of get to that point? Do you think it's because you've sort of built yourself up in lockdown to be like writing and all that that you haven't had that experience? With it could the be. Stuff? Yeah. I think it was always something that I knew I was gonna be more like I was gonna struggle a bit more to do. Mm. Um, because it was something I needed to push myself with. But like, yeah, it, it probably is. Like it it's the whole self-recording yourself and like getting used to kind of adapting to be a certain way. It was, yeah. it took a long time and like there's still gigs now like that aren't happening because because of COVID like still now like tours are still being adjusted because yeah. it might not be COVID but like the lack of money and funding that there is in the music industry like that's still something I'm noticing yeah. like and to 
get a gig somewhere, you have to have a certain amount of listeners or you have to be able to sell a certain amount of tickets. It's really difficult mm. to sort of understand, to try and gauge how. So from a promoting perspective, um, it's very, I don't, because well, obviously we've got, we've got a gig on the 29th of this month, which is at Hotbox in Chelmsford. And um, there is that element of it as a promoter where you turn around and you go, right, okay, cool. So we've got our headliners. We know that they're going to, you know, they're going to, they're headlining. We need to pick a, a couple of other artists who are going to be a part of it. And it's that really horrible moment where you go, right, we need to think about how many people are going to come through the door. Because they're not going to come through the door because we're going to be there, are they? They're not going to come and go, oh, Matt and Lizzie are going to be there. They're going to come to see the bands. So you, they, it's the quite, maybe not cutthroat, but it is a bit like awkward where it's like, oh, what do we do? Like, who do we bring into this? Because mm -hmm. it's like, it, it's really difficult to sort of gauge that because you don't want to be sh like, you know, dickhead <laughs> and be yeah, like sorry we've checked we've checked your spotify we've checked your instagram mm -hmm. and because it's not based on that is it it's a case no. of like location where you're from if you like so i understand it is difficult for some promoters i've heard are literally like no you have to sell this amount of tickets or you can't do it mm. which i understand they've got financial implications to that but how have you found that if you're obviously doing some gigs in london how have you found that what's been like a, a question or a requirement from a promoter so you have to do x to be able to get this gig um i think the hardest thing is like getting the tickets sold so like that you never know when you're going to sell a ticket mm. or like get a certain amount of people to come because growing a fan base they might be all around the world like yeah um so i think that was the main like limitation it was like the trust that you're going to be able to like sell out a certain amount of tickets um, <laughs> so it's yeah that i'd say and then just getting yourself in the right app like people like you have to get out there and like go to other people's gigs and yeah. like go to these events in order to like network Network. and say that you're a singer and not just solely rely on social media but i would say there's been a lot social media has been amazing mm. and obviously you presented at my uni that i actually went to I did. like when i studied vocals um that was an incredible way to network yeah and starting out like doing it through kind of like musicians there's like people who did like the business courses all the marketing courses all the events courses mm. they have been great like they've been really cool to like go to and um, network with so. yeah no that's cool i think it's difficult to try and find event i mean it's with events at the moment like we a couple of venues we've spoken to recently are like oh yeah we're really having a tough time like just for you know disposable income at the moment for everyone's very not really there is it so for people to go and spend you know 10 15 quid on a ticket it's a lot of money yeah so exactly. it is difficult to try and tempt people in but yeah it is mm -hmm. hopefully it'll work out and when you are doing your headline gig you need to let us know when and where what yeah no it's hard it's it's so hard at the moment because nowhere's got any money you know mm. you're even thinking about like local pubs and stuff and even on the news at the moment they're saying they're gonna have to start charging like 20 pounds a pint I saw that. but but then no one's gonna go in there but lots of people are taking food off of the menus because obviously to run a kitchen is 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 very cost intensive in terms of energy bills yeah so people are going back to just having beers and bar snacks right yeah. 
I mean, it's so hard at the moment. Like the only thing I can think of is if you had like a local pub in your area and you were just like, look, can I come here on a Friday night? And just like, you want one really local to where you're living mm. and just be like, can I just play for like an hour? Even if they don't pay you or if they just give you like a free beer yeah. or whatever and just try and build up that way. And even if you go in there and you don't sort of ask for money at the beginning, it's almost like busking, but you're exactly. obviously it's coming up to winter now. So you don't yeah. want to be busking on the street. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. at least you're warm. And yeah, like if you exactly. were in that sort of environment, even if you just had like a small amount of kit with you, like a speaker and a mic, and that's kind of all you had. I'm wondering again, like, cause then you can build your confidence over time. Yeah, exactly. You just need like a friendly Keep local growing, pub. Growing, growing. It doesn't yeah. even need to be like a music venue as such. It just needs like a little bit of space. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Need to make sure you've got the right PA for it. Exactly. Yeah. I think as well, like there's certain, like I've loved doing an acoustic set. That's been something that's been so cool. Mm. Um, especially for my music. It's very, I like to think it's versatile in a sense that it, it's upbeat, but mm. Because it's upbeat, you can then recreate an acoustic version of it. Um, and those different types, like one was really upbeat and dancey and one was completely different. Yeah. So I think there's definitely space with what I want to do and which one I want to choose. So, yeah. I suppose it depends on the venue, the time. Yeah. Like it, it does, exactly. yeah. I mean, I'd love to perform at like the Ned or something, you know, like oh, where it's yeah. like, like a kind of really chill, like... Chill. Everyone's really chilled. You'd and it's, suit that environment it's as well. Very like atmospheric, and mm. yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, you just need to like choose a like a venue. Yeah, <laughs> but you kind of you want it near to where you live as well, because you don't yeah, want it to be exactly. effort, especially if they haven't got any money to like give anyone at the moment. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, me and Rob have talked about it with like little venues and stuff, and he said that because they've done a gig, uh, a couple of gigs recently, which have been free entry. Now, obviously, everything that we're doing, we need to charge some sort of ticket prices because we're paying out for video and mixing and whatever else. But for if you can find pubs and you've got artists who are willing to do it for free and it's a free event and you're going to get the exposure of photos on the night if you and, you know, whatever, and actually playing to a crowd. Because I think at the moment, like you were saying, is uh, people haven't got a lot of money. So if it's a free event and people are only having to pay for their drinks on the night, yeah, it's probably sure. quite a good thing to entice people in. That's so if, it. If there are venues out there that want to do that, get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be good to build up like a little network of just, yeah, yeah like location spaces, basically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know. I think so. Because we've got artists all over mm. the place, haven't we? Yeah. So we've got, like, we talk, talk to artists all over the country and some outside of the UK. And not that we can go and do gigs all over the world yet, but it would be cool to sort of go to different towns. But it's, again, mm. it's just... Again, it comes down to money, doesn't it? Getting there and all that for us. But it's one of those things. I'm sure we'll work it out. Um, where would be your after party after performing at the Camden Roundhouse? I'd probably fly to Ibiza or something. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love... I've just done, a, like, a house track with, like, a DJ. And we just want to perform in Ibiza already. Like, that would be it's cool. Like, and I think Sunsets as well. Like, my, yeah. my last song that we did, it's, like, a tropical house track. That was in my Ibiza set list last yeah, year. Yeah, so it's, like, yeah. I feel like I've that kind of side of my music is still really important to me. And like, yeah. I just love it. Like I love singing on like a dance track. So nice have variety, isn't it? We could leave them out of the, my own stuff and then go to Ibiza and give people. Have you been to Ibiza? Have you got a venue? I've actually never been. So I'm, ah, I'm, you need to go. I'm talking as if I've been, but I've never been. Um, I just know. I, I know I'm going to love it. Yeah. You will <laughs> love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to go. You've yeah. been? Yeah. I haven't. Oh, 
Well, I went to Magaluf. <laughs> Close. Close. <laughs> we should all go next year. That'd be fun. Yeah. How family, many extra family how, trip? How many extra like how many things have we like at the moment? Whenever I speak to you or I speak to Rob <laughs> or anything, it's like right, we're gonna go do that. We're gonna. Do I just want to do everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. it'd be great. There's just there's just lack of time. I would say that or New York. Oh like Christ, am I even That's sorry. different. I know, like a jazz club in New York. <laughs> That's completely I different. I thought you meant for us, I was like, oh, we haven't got that budget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which one? I've been to New York. I've been to New yeah. York. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, I've yeah. been to New I'd York. Like to, I'd like to go back again, like, now as a bit older. Because when I went there, I was, like, in my early 20s. I think it'd be quite nice to go there, like me and Shah, go out there and actually experience it as adults without our kids as well maybe <laughs> i love my children but new york it, do you know what i mean if you're in new york yeah, yeah you've got there's there's so sure. much more to it than just like all the like, touristy, touristy stuff. stuff yeah jinx <laughs> <laughs> uh right so you've done your after party right we're gonna do gig tour we're gonna put put in the bin go on then right so hold <laughs> on i need you to think of one more artist so we're going to have Gig Tour Right. I'll explain the concept first because you haven't got a clue what I'm talking about. So on Gig Tour Right, it's like Snog, Marry, Avoid, okay? Or um, something along those lines. But you've got a gig. So you do one night gig with someone. You go on tour, year-long worldwide tour. Or you've got to take all the work that someone's done, put them in the bin. All right? And the three artists we're going to give you is Amy Winehouse, Frank Ocean, and... Lizzo. Lizzo. I was just thinking that and I was like, the last time I suggested something you changed it. So I'm glad I'm glad we um We're telepathically. In sync. We're in sync. Yeah. What were the three things again, just so I'm clear? Gig. So like snog. Tour as in marry and put in the bin as in avoid. And that, is it like I would go to their gig or like they would No, you would perform at a gig together. So it would oh. be a case that you would do so one night as a them. gig together. Do one gig. Do one gig, do a tour or put all the work they've done in the bin. Oh shit. <laughs> it's a bit savage isn't it um, it is but we've got a nice what, what, yeah what was the other alternative right, right yeah right them. yeah that's what so basically because you're quite nice so we yeah. always do gig tour right because yeah. you're too nice yeah. whereas whenever we've rob he's a he's a grumpy old git so he goes nah fuck it put him in the bin put them in the bin <laughs> you can choose instead of putting them in the bin yeah. if you don't want to cancel them oh, you can choose to so write you... with them if you prefer. So we'll keep it friendly. Keep, you can keep oh, it friendly. Oh, you too. No, it's, you know. I mean, All right, fine. Gig I'll tour like right. The one who I'm going to choose to write with is probably going to be the one I put in the bin. Oh, fine. You just, you just thought, you just, you just cancelled <laughs> it out by saying that. So who are you yeah. spending one night with? Who are you gigging with? Um, I'm going to spend one night with Amy Winehouse. I'm going to do a tour with Frank Ocean and... Right. 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 With Lizzo. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a fair shout <laughs> me and Lizzo would probably come up with some I think you'd have a great time dog. with Lizzo <laughs> I genuinely Lizzo you couldn't put her in a bin not at all realistically no. I think you'd write a great track together yeah, to sure. be fair I think so <laughs> don't know what it'd be about but it'd be, be quite funny <laughs> it would be funny I think that'd be quite cool what um, other things you got? so you talked about your headline gig that you're looking at arranging yeah. you got any other events that are going to be pre yeah that? so I'm um yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna gig before that. Mm -hmm. I've, I need to get me and my band need to get a bit more slick. Um, How did you find your bandmates, by the way? Um, through, I did like a vocals course. So I did, I met them. They were just other musicians that were doing like different courses. Right. So, yeah, I have like a few different guitarists that I work with if I'm doing a acoustic set or a live. Set. Oh, okay, fine. Um, but the band, yeah, I work with three guys. Cool. 
So you found them through It'd be that. cool to find some women because yeah. I work really well with women. Um, and there's not enough women like producers, I've noticed. Mm. There's a lot of women musicians, but producer-wise, I feel like it's... I've never worked with a musician. Shout out on the pod. Female I've producers never worked with a female producer. So I've said it before, actually, that I want to work with one mm. because... Yeah, like it's lacking. It's definitely lacking, like specifically in production. So, yeah. Yeah. Fingers cool. crossed someone comes forward. Come on. <laughs> so Hit up Jamie Cook. So gig-wise, so you're going to be building up to your headline gig. Yeah, so right. I'll do a few gigs. Like I want to, I'd love to play at like Colours in Hoxton, do a few of the Hoxton gigs. Yeah. Um, I want to play around Notting Hill. I like Notting Hill vibe. Did um, you go Carnival? I didn't, know. No. I've been to Carnival before, but... Oh, okay. I didn't go this year. No. Um, it looks mental, like very busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's mad. It gets busier every year, I think. Uh, it's a bit like Glastonbury. Glastonbury was busier than ever this year. Like, Did you go to Glastonbury this yeah, year? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm surprised we, did, <laughs> surprised we didn't see each other. Yeah, I know. I keep, bu- I bumped into so many people there. You do. You bump into like everyone you know. Everyone. Yeah, cute. stuck in the crush though. That was quite scary. Oh, did you terrifying. get stuck in a crush? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Who was that for? Uh, that was on the way to Arcadia on oh, the nights. Right. Were you trying to get? I think it was like Chase and Status or something yeah, playing, so. and everyone yeah, went there after mad. whatever was on the main stage, and we just got stuck in this crush. I thought and my friend was like, like, "We need to go." Yeah, because people were like can die no light, in this. Like it's yeah, pitch black. Like at certain parts around Arcadia, mm. like it's just it's terrifying. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just got people everywhere like coming out to you. <laughs> I thought you meant like crush like. It, the front of a gig or something, a front of one of the artists or whatever. It was pretty much traveling. like that, but it was traveling to it. Oh, but okay. it was enough so that you kind of almost like lifted off your feet, or as in Jesus. like you, oh were, you were like we were like swaying with the crowd, like people were I'd so close. Like, that would make me angry. Yeah. I, I don't get angry off. You have to like count. I was like, I had to like count. Like it's fine. Like, Meditate like for your way like, through it. Minute, I'm yeah. gonna get. <laughs> yeah, oh, I couldn't stand that. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was very minutes. busy. Like you're literally just walking through, and it's you don't. It's like a sea of people. I think the thing is right. I think where I'm old and boring, I think that I I could just haven't got the patience for stuff like that now. You could get one of the camper van sites. You could just dip in, and then when it gets too busy, you can just. Dip I think out. I'd need that. And I need like a, a chair a in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Facing a, a particular stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'll tell, you, yeah. I'll tell you who that was in a minute, <laughs> or who who we think it was. Right, what we're gonna do? We're gonna wrap up because you're gonna play us a couple of tracks, and then people will be able to watch those. Not at the end of this video. We'll put them on separate videos on YouTube and on our Patreon as well. But first of all, could you tell everyone everyone where they can find you on Spotify, your yeah, socials sure. and all that? Please. Yeah, so my name's Jamie Cook with an E on the end. And you can find me on Spotify under Jamie Cook. You can find me on Instagram under Jamie Cook with two E's. Um, you can find me on YouTube. Um, you can find me on all streaming platforms. Um, I have a music video coming out this week on my YouTube um, and all my socials. Facebook, YouTube, Jamie Cook Music. Um, yeah. you will, you'll find Jamie. Search for Jamie Cook it. with just an E. For, just look for my name, yeah. It should come up. <laughs> and someone without an E. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Lizzie Romaine without the E. So. Where can I find That's you? Me. At my website, which is lizzieromaine.co.uk. Uh, I'm also on uh, all the other stuff as well. Just go onto the website. It's all on there. Do you know one thing we forgot to, I didn't mention? 
We went to the Alex Francis gig. We did. That was nice, wasn't it? That was lovely. Lovely he's, venue. He's really good, and I really want to interview him. And I'm going to put this on the pod because yeah. then this this put it this, out there. Yeah, Rob, you're off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because then Matt's going to feel really bad if I can't do it. Because I went especially to his gig, and he was amazing. You did. We went we, together. We, great. we did go. Yeah, and Will Pope, who was uh, performing that night, yes. was on the track as well. Oh, is he? Is he going to come on? I've invited him. I haven't yeah. specified when. He's yet. great as well. We chatted after. Yeah, he's amazing. Mm. He um, he's yeah. He's uploaded a track to us. I was going to play it on my show a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, that's been delayed. So it'll be going out in a couple of weeks, which we're looking forward to playing. And there's something else I was going to mention as well. What was it? Oh, guests-wise, we're nearly booked up till Christmas. That's great mad isn't it it's really good that's absolutely crazy so if you want to get involved with the podcast go and find us unsignedmusic.uk the website's been looking you in the face the whole time uh, you can feature on the podcast it goes out on youtube spotify all that good stuff and if you're an unsigned band or artist you want to get your music on my show on unsigned with matt wary because that's my name really original go to unsignedmusic.uk as well if you want tickets to come and see the great leslie and i wish i could announce the other two acts for you but i'm not going to just yet because i need to tell the venue um Tickets available for that via Dice at Hotbox Live Events, or you can also get them at futurehits.co.uk forward slash events. I think that wraps it up. Sounds so. good. Jamie, thank you very much for coming no, on. Thank you, guys. Yay. Thank you for coming on. It's such short notice. Yeah. You're an absolute star. <laughs> Lizzie, thank you again for always being here. Thank you. Manish, shout out. Thank you. <laughs> thank you all for watching, and we will see you next time. Cheers. <laughs> the Unsigned Podcast.